All right, we're good. Happy Friday. Happy Friday in the library today. Not nearly as sunny. It's I got a hundred percent tea storm warning coming in. <laughs> it's about to open up, man. Yeah. So I like I like a good thunderstorm. Hmm. I get like full on like Midwest dad mode with a storm going on. I'm like out on the back patio, like whoa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good. Every like you know thunder clap and lightning strike, like whoa. Oh yeah. Ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not nearly as nice or sunny this week. <clears throat> uh, well, it's, been I mean, a, it's been a hot ass week though. It's been it's good. Been hot as balls all good training. It's been nice. Yeah. You got soupy at open mat <clears throat> last night. I'm sure I did. And like you've been on the murder loft mats, like those just get slipped. Just slip and slide. Slip and slide. You push yeah. someone, you go four feet. Like <laughs> yeah. it kind of becomes like anime grappling because it's like not realistic and like you can move weird and like oh, yeah. cover weird amounts mm. of space, so it like becomes yeah. kind of different. But a little bit of breakdance fighting. Yeah. But it makes yeah. your controlling better. And that it does. It's kind of because it takes it all the way. Yep. You have to be good. Like at it. sweaty no gi leg locking is much different than dry gi leg locking. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, oh, that's probably both that. ends of the spectrum. Um, <laughs> but like shelving and stuff like becomes massively important. Oh yeah. Knee breakage and you know all the angly angular stuff and like yeah. all that becomes massively important. The uh, technique end of technique becomes important and then you realize why (laughs) and i mean certain elements of like when to choose explosive movements and choose like because you might like like slow yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. because like that's going to create a lot of space like you gotta have a lot of control within the movement too yeah you have to have tons because if you explode and then you just slip and hurt yourself or just flip that's how fucking legs like to get a better rep people yeah do too much stuff like calm down Look yeah, at it, I mean, see where you're at. You're realistically like I took a private with a Vitor about leg lock defenses, oh, and nice. a lot of yeah, it was like shrimping, technical get ups, and weight distribution. Like you don't have to like yeah. extend and twist and fold, and like you're gonna blow your own shit up. Yeah. Like it's gonna hurt. Um, so simplifying it down to like the fundamental mechanics, it's like oh, do less. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, they're already the defense is already it's like, there. <laughs> one, relax. Two, do less. <laughs> yep. Three, escape. <laughs> <clears throat> I would say four, add witty retort at end. Indeed. Yeah. Nice try, fucker. <laughs> ah. um, yeah, no, I've just been having a tremendous amount of fun this week in training. I kind of had this like weird like moment where I set the intention of like, this week's for fun. And I did the coolest shit because I was having fun. So <laughs> Nice. It kind of takes that moment to not put any expectations or like uh limitations on yourself like i just come like like, right coming out of that competition like i told you we talked about like putting limitations on it and like Mm -hmm. you know you've lifted yeah yeah now it's like ah do some crazy shit like (laughs) so now i'm like back getting in bad positions and like doing weird shit and like um working on these like like getting my guard passed and then trying to like work back with something called like a baby hook from this mm-hmm. dude called uh, his name uh, Dom Bell. He's a Autos guy, mm-hmm. but like super cool kind of concept, and he's made it work in uh, competitions. And like I saw him do it in Indiana. He was at Indiana competing. Oh nice! And he was just he double gold, just freaking tore through everybody. Baby hook everybody. All right, so today uh, we're drinking U.S. roast. Yes. Pea berry in the French press. Beautiful. Uh, Oh, I just saw a clip of um, pre-fight press conference with Matt Brown. He's fighting this weekend. He's talking about Immortal Coffee. Yeah. And um, oh, um, one of the like an MMA journalists you would know, and like I can't think of his name, but he's like, "Do you have K cups?" He's like, "No, no, we don't do that shit. Make your coffee like a man in a French press." Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Yes." I'd be like, "Is that a trick question? <laughs> what are you doing here?" He's like, "No." <clears throat> mm. I thought it was pretty funny, but at a certain point, he's he'll probably be like, "Ah, we can sell it at Kroger for this much. Like, maybe you can make some K cups." <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you got to market to everybody. But right, I also think K cups are probably expensive. Oh, yeah. to make. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and they cause a lot of waste. And it cheapens the coffee. You just don't want to do it. it cheapens mm. the product, and it's expensive. It's just. I think it's better than drip coffee. Yeah, but it's not as good as like a pour over or a French press. Or an AeroPress or, or anything. Or any kind anything. Of pre- anything. Yeah, any kind of real way to make coffee. Right. I've been, uh, that's very good, yes. 
Tanzanian pea berry. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite bean. From mm -hmm. Not just from U.S. roast, but in general. Just in general, yeah. I always request it anytime we get it from any get coffee from anyone. Yeah, it's a light roast, mm. buttery body, delicate it's, acidity, and lemongrass and plum notes. It's super dark for a light roast. <clears throat> I agree. If you notice it, yeah, like it's pretty strong. It's also it has um has a nice sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. It's not like um sometimes light roasts get I think a little bitter. Yes, and, and this is not. No. This is nice. It's, I think it's the, the buttery body on it kind of rounds that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the buttery body. Buttery body. And mm -hmm. I've, been, I've been doing some butter coffee lately, so I'm kind of in that, that zone. Oh, yeah. Good old butter coffee. Good old man. ghee. Mm. Um, How do you like ghee in coffee? I put ghee, I put ghee in uh, coconut oil and tea. Mm -hmm. But I've, um, I usually do Irish butter in coffee because uh -huh. it has flavor. Uh, I, I like it. You like it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm still looking for coffee flavor within that, and I find that like a lot of uh, like the Irish butters and stuff, they do have flavor, and that kind of like takes away. It from mixes it. and matches, yeah. The does does the ghee not take away the coffee so much? Not as much, yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Uh, I've never tried that. Um, <laughs> like for instance, I'll put a little bit of ghee and like sometimes collagen or something, depending like um, on the day. But like, I just prefer how it blends, like how it kind of gets together. Mm -hmm. well, that's why I put it in tea. Yeah, it, it, it blends really, well. <coughs> it blends well, and it, it just it's lactose free. It has just straight up fat. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, but it does have a flavor. You can tell it gets in there. It's not like just straight up coffee. But I've blended it with like coconut oil and stuff before, and like mm -hmm. that almost comes out as like chalky to me. Mm. I don't know why. Well, hmm, interesting. I, when I put um, I put. In my in my morning tea, I'll put ghee, coconut oil, and honey. Nice. So I think that kills the chalkiness. I bet you mm -hmm. the honey does. But um, yeah, that's my my fat tea. Yeah, I love some fat. Good, good old <laughs> fat tea. Mm. Drink your fats, people. Definitely get your fat in. Olive oil and avocados. That's like again. That's sort mm. again. I started like doing stuff after the tournament, like. <clears throat> all right fat and everything like really pumping stuff back in the system so mm. so you're kind of in that space of where everyone says train in between competitions because that's where you learn mm -hmm. well it's because you take the brakes off you know it's limitations right. gone have fun and it's like i'm shit. retraining my brain just to have fun again with it so it's like instead mm -hmm. of like oh just this blah, blah, blah. have yeah. you dropped in pretty quickly then uh oh yeah Cool. Like it's instant. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's like bumming, slap, bump, ready to go. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's, there's been notable difference. Mm. Uh, just in like mentality and how that translates directly to movement. Mm. You don't care, you move better. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is definitely take true. take more risks. Oh man, my neck mm. is feeling good. My double leg. It's feeling good. Like, awesome. I, it's like turned into like a rugby double leg because like my neck feels so good. I just fucking like, Gaga! like That's awesome. In the fucking heart. Like, um, and I really missed that. I, it's, it's, it was a weird thing to realize. I was like, oh shit, I missed fucking being able to like cut across my head and neck and you know, blast yeah. someone or like, yeah. So thanks, Iron Neck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my neck has been really sore the past couple weeks. Yeah. But, um, I don't think it's bad. Right. I think Mine has the, too. the left side of my neck, like where, um, okay, so the right side of my jaw was always way too tight for a long time. And that's been loosening up and my face is shifting, right? And um, two things happen. One, like the left side of my neck, like in the back, so kind of my levator scapula area, yeah. super sore, feels really fucking weird, but doesn't feel bad. Right. And then I finally got the whole like swallowing's different, throat mm -hmm. bigger thing. Eat. It's so weird. It's I've been like choking on stuff because there's like space. Yeah. I'm like, huh? What? You're like, there's extra air in there. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Well, like, oh. it's I like I used to struggle with like if someone was talking to me and I were like swallowing something, I like would turn my head. I couldn't swallow. Yeah. I'd be like, oh fuck, I had to like straighten my head back out to swallow, and then I can look or whatever. Yeah. Now it's like, mm, it's fine. Like I can just turn, like look, and have yeah. a full range of motion. I'm turning to my turning my head to the left is getting easier and easier all the time. We're getting more and more range of motion. So yeah. like to the left has been bad for a long time. Yeah. And like it's getting there. It's a little tight. I hit a little spot, but it doesn't hurt. All the way to the right, we're fine, but I can feel it kick in. I'm like, ooh. 
It's spreading. The, the, it's le funny. the left shoulder is locking in. It's hilarious because yeah. like we have one at the gym and like a couple other people uh, like oh, I, I got one. Like <laughs> a couple oh. at the gym like now you have one yeah. as well. Like it's spreading. <laughs> we spread products. I need to sign this up for that um, for their program. I meant to do that and never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah do for that. Sure. That'd be dope. But um, yeah, we need to uh, be friends with them because they're amazing. And I know. I almost want. To, it's we need to fucking you know. We need to just like interview the creator of it. That's a good idea. <laughs> we really should. We talk about them enough. Well, because like um, I don't want to just talk to like a salesperson. I don't want to talk to like no. I want to talk to people that like thought of it. Yeah. Like here's why. And then we're like, oh, that would be neat. Uh -huh. And then you know, well, I want that story. Right. You know, yeah, because it is. It's just, it's, it's a neat of, piece of equipment. It's <laughs> so simple and so genius. And just, it's just like, yeah. And I, and I understand the argument of like, oh, I could do this with a band or a ball. And then the mat is like, you could achieve a lot of it. And you, like, but even with, with further stress though, like this has zero stress on your neck. Like, mm -hmm. and it's, it's so simple. Right. It's so easy to do. It's very user-friendly, too. And just the rotation of it. Like, that's... Like, it's one thing to be like, here, put this thing in your head and strap a band to it. They're like, oh, no. This rotates. Mm -hmm. It moves. Like, that's what takes all the stress out. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it's not like pulling on your head and locking you into a position. Like, yeah. You can strange rebounds. And yeah. Like, yeah. You know, it's not going to, like, get those... It doesn't put any shear forces on your neck that yeah. you don't want, right? And like it helps like create space and shit where you do want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's just I want to know how they thought of that. Yeah, and like <laughs> that's almost like oh, fuck. I, don't, I, I imagine that data is still coming in on how effective it is because like <laughs> I mean, I get new. I get emails all the time. And they have kind of updates of people that are using them for different things. You got to be like running and like this fixed your back and this is shoulder rehab and how it's so people are trying it and they're right. giving them feedback. And so it's, um, yeah, it's very much the beginning of like a seriously, it's like a good tool. Yeah. Uh, it's, and, and it's cool that it's getting pushed out in the community and people are embracing it and creating new things with it and then putting that out too. And it's just, you know, um, cycling up as far as the thought process goes, it kind of, um, it's along the lines of like roadwork 2.0. Mm -hmm. I remember when Joel Jameson really put that together. Um, and he really started pushing it out of like, don't run all the damn time. Mm -hmm. You can do these other things to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish with running. And um, like, that's a space I've been in a long time. And I think if you trained long enough and actually paid attention, you weren't just mindless and did what someone else told you to do. You're like, my knees hurt. I need to do something else. Right? Yeah. This feels like that. It's like a new baseline of strength conditioning. Of where like road work and Olympic lifts used to be, you know, like the foundation. And now you have things like road work 2.0, like ball work, like all the footwork that we do. Mm -hmm. And not footwork, but foot, foot work. work. As in toes and ankles and foot and ankle complex and all that shit. And then you have the iron neck jumping in. I feel like it's... Like we're living in a advancement, a real advancement in strength and conditioning, which is a statement because like you've seen it progress and have been educated. I mean, if it. you dig into the history, like, um, don't get the wrong idea. I love Charles Atlas. He was a body weight isometrics guy, but he was also a look guy. Mm. Good marketing, physique, physique, right? Yeah, good marketing. Comic book nerds need to need to bulk up. That's fine. But for me, that was the beginning and the end. If, as far as my knowledge of the history, which is very incomplete and probably not remembered properly, and then people started wanting to look better, and then it kind of got into weird shit. And I feel like we're getting out of that, and people can realize that you can look really fucking cool and be in great shape properly. Yeah, everyone's. It's kind of like, like, oh, I want to train and look like an athlete. It's like, we'll train like an athlete. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the idea of what an athlete is, and I think a lot goes to MMA for that. You got a bunch of mostly naked people beating the shit out of each other. They're in the shape of their life every time they fight. They're like, oh, that's what an athlete looks like. Well, <laughs> that is it. That's a good oh. point. And then it also is like, it shows that not everybody who's a champion and every or an advanced fighter is like fucking jacked up. You have some like 
BJ Penn, like BJ Penn or like Ben Askren, tremendous physique. <laughs> like they're never like, like fucking like, whoa, look at that guy. Everyone you have some of the people that do, are fucking jacked and they suck. Like <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I so mean, it, when, it's not the the winning thing, but one time when when BJ Penn came back and he just showed him shadow boxing and he had abs and everyone yeah, freaked yeah, out. Yeah. Holy shit, BJ Penn's got a six pack. Oh. Watch out, world. <laughs> you know, and he went on the light. Well, that was was that after the lightweight run? I think it was because he went on the lightweight run. And just destroyed humans because mm-hmm. he found like he found them ruined bitches, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. so turned him into a killer. Yeah, but um, not as funny. It's sort of physique is a weird thing, and like it's just I'm, not always the telltale sign of an athlete. You know, not I mean? at like, all in any way, shape, or form. And nor is like having a uh, less than cut up body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's weird that it's. Maybe this is where it's moving. Is it's not so much about aesthetics; mm-hmm. it's function. It's a very old, like Greek ideal: form follows function. Right? Are we going back? Are we gonna? Is everything gonna be three point three point one four? Mm-hmm. You know, the magic, the magic thing. It's right. the magic ratio, magic right? Um, but um, I've also been designing my backyard, so I'm thinking about that a lot too. But um, okay, but is it? You know, the concept of, like, grappler strength, which is now a everyday term because of the UFC. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you, Joe Rogan, many things. But, like, and so they grab a hold of you, and it's just different, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, huh, how? Well, it's basically isometrics in trying to control a human that's wiggly. Okay, makes you strong as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. Functionally. Like, yeah. It's not like you just have a... <laughs> big squat, big bench, big whatever, but like mm-hmm. you can functionally move yourself and a body and then do techniques on top of it. <laughs> ultimately that's what it is, is like it feel like say something like Olympic lifts in sport, which are very different from Olympic lifts for Olympic lifts. Mm-hmm. Um, talked to a really cool dude once named Tommy Kono, who was an Olympic coach, Olympic lifting coach all over the world. And he had a very cool, very cool um, like impromptu seminar at the Arnold one year. It was great. I have his book. It's autographed. Told all kinds of cool stories, but every one of the, all of us were, were strength coaches that used Olympic lifts for sport. We're like, we suck. That is totally different. I didn't know. Right? And it was really funny realization. And he was really harping on it. Like, no, there's, there's two different versions of correct here. And so we're like, okay, the idea of evolution, of adapting something so this is just the next level of adaptation uh-huh. of all right we took ex- pure explosiveness tweaked it a little bit to in- inter- interject it into sport as useful on i mean basically on like sagittal plane that's mm-hmm. all it is right move forward uh, right but you went a little overboard with that and you needed another revamp and so does it put it in a different place for me yes you know, kettlebells kind of came in and messed with that a little bit. And then I feel like something like the iron neck is like, all right, now we've hit it. Now we've hit the stride. This is completely functional. Makes sense for all sorts of different postures. But, and, and postures, by that I mean like sports, different stances, right? And movements hits all planes of, mo- hits all planes of motion. And you're like, hey, but it can still be weighted. So therefore, like, strength coaches get behind it because it's heavy. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, yeah. And just because it, it solves another problem, too. And then a lot of, or starts to solve another problem. It's like the concussion prevention stuff, like, in every sport. <clears throat> that's, that's always a concern. That's like, always a concern. And people have been like, okay, ooh, lightning, here it comes. Um, so, like, say, in football, they've been so obsessed with pads and helmets and if you talk to, I mean, I have football players in my family, and I keep telling them, make your neck strong, make your back strong. Well, I have this great helmet. Doesn't matter. Can you take a hit? Well, oh, I'd be like, if I punched you right now, I could knock you out. And like, I'm a dinosaur. Like, I shouldn't be able to do that. Flimsy like, ass neck. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? You know, and so I feel like it provides a cool looking. It's a cool looking way to fill the gap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's it's easy to do. Like most yep. neck exercises, neck exercises are very intimidating. Yeah, and they feel dangerous. Right. Like if I sneeze, I'm dead. Yeah. You know, and this isn't. It shows you that your neck is quite strong and functional. <laughs> yeah, under, yeah, and it puts you in the right right circumstances. Yep. But There's, I feel like the foot stuff that we've been deep in for a while, that I've been doing for you know ever, mm -hmm. is also part of that. And then like wrist sports. and grip and stuff is already kind of encompassed in all of it. So like that grip's way, way in is always kind of there. Like <laughs> grip, I think, is making a resurgence. Because uh -huh. if you go way back, you know, grip was the thing. Yeah, big forearms, forearms are the thing, right? You could fucking curl up, yeah. frying pan, you know. Yeah, like that was like that was training, mm -hmm. you know. And I feel like that's come back around to the mainstream, which is sweet. That's true. Um, uh, steel bending like that was a thing yeah. thing like yeah and that was an ex exhibition of strength and a feat of all this stuff like it's mm -hmm. that's that's sort of like a thing too uh research and a kind of funny sports not funny but like it is funny like <laughs> like, like you know like like scottish games or you know anything like that like just old school strength sports like mm -hmm. functional you're carrying a big heavy ass fucking thing you're running with it and flipping I, it and i like, love throwing logs man. yeah like yeah. you don't need i mean yeah nice gym and stuff is cool but like you don't fucking need it you just need to rock in a hill or you know mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever uh -huh. um so it's like it's like the stuff is getting sifted out it's like Oh, this is good from the old strongman shit. This is good from like yeah. whatever. This is good from gymnastics. This is good from this. And then like it's actually yeah, like you said, yeah. advancing. <laughs> yeah, it's not like the right people are looking at it. Right. And people are pushing it forward without changing it too much. Mm -hmm. They're without putting like too much of their own agenda onto it. Before. Yeah, without putting too much or too many assumptions. Yeah, yeah. Of like the doctrine has been let go. Mm -hmm. It's. You know, like a religion or like a martial art that has a founder and the founder dies and right, then it right. just gets fucked. Yeah. Right? And like, I, people have been all pushed that aside and take the good stuff and be able to move in the right way without the founder directing them. Mm -hmm. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, ooh, That's cool. That is cool. What have we just stumbled upon, man? Fuck, whatever. Dude, it's all right. good. Good it's coffee. Good it. coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pea berry, that's what it mm -hmm. does for me. Get the brain going. Yeah, fats and coffee. Good for your brain. This is the truth. <laughs> it makes your brain go. <laughs> that is it. There's a, a sort of like an interesting like experiment. Like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, top me off. Um, I've always guinea pigged myself. Like, that's always, that's no secret. Like, mm -hmm. and just even like the past couple weeks, like, even leading up to the tournaments, like, uh, again, I just use that as like a timeline because it's, mm -hmm. it always like, it's a good, it's a good it always marker. changes things. Yeah. yeah. Like, leading up to it, I was eating carbs and, like, you know, eating stuff. Like, I wasn't, like, cutting weight or anything. <laughs> I was eating. Yeah, I was eating and drinking. and yeah, No rice cakes in sight. Yeah. No rice cakes yeah, anyway. I wasn't cutting weight. Like, <laughs> um, and I felt good that way, but, like, coming out of it, like, I'm kind of, like, you know, the simple carb to go away. I don't feel that good with that, like always like feeding into my system like i needed it then because i was training like more you're like, training a lot you're burning it you need quick energy yeah, yeah. so now i'm kind of like trying to back off that and then like uh put on weight a little bit in like a healthier way i don't want to just put on like fat weight you know what i mean yeah. like yeah um trying to grow into my weight class a little bit because i'm a little light for it um but i the cognitive change mm -hmm. is weird to, it's like a weird thing it's like my brain shifts from like sugar and carbs and like quick stuff from back to fats and like slower <laughs> burning stuff it's, it's like a weird like, like, uh, like oh, <laughs> yeah man. it's an interesting uh, phase but i feel f far more functional cognitively okay so that brings up another thing of um okay different types of diets so you got your paleo and you got your you know you got your keto and vegan vegetarian okay the thing I love about, say, specifically like paleo and keto, um, and even like meditarian, mm -hmm. is that um, they completely buck the norms and tried something all in. Sure. So you get, I like the all in evidence initially because it's just obsession, mm -hmm. right? And you get, but now what people have been discovering is, the idea of cycling, 
of you cycle your diet the same way you cycle your training. Sure. And so you're kind of having a mini camp version of that of where I ate a particular way leading up to this and now I'm done with it and I'm eating a different way and I am just as healthy in a different way. <laughs> but if you would have continued one or the other, you would be less healthy. Right, right. And so seasonal, the idea of seasonal eating, but taken to, um, you know, taking the seasons out of it, of your seasons, mm-hmm. right? And so you're not always eating the same way. Like why I eat a ton of meat on the weekends. Like I really don't like to eat a lot of meat. I don't feel very good when I do it if I eat meat every day. But I will... I'm going to crush some buffalo this weekend. No liver, though. Two weekends in a row, I was thinking, I feel like I was getting vitamin A toxicity. Like, I'm cool. I feel like I was done. I, I, got, I got out of it what I needed. There's a lot um, of vitamin A. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to like... There's so much vitamin A in polar bear liver, if you ate it, you'd die. Yeah, yeah. As I hadn't thought about it, and then um, one of my daughter's best friends, her grandma was like... And you want to hurt you eat too much. I was like, I had totally forgotten about that thing. What would happen? You, what would be diarrhea and shit, or just like? Um, no, I mean like um, <laughs> like fat soluble vitamin toxicity. Mm-hmm. So like with vitamin A, that can go anywhere from like bone aches, like your bone ache or headaches or hair loss. Huh. Like you start losing your hair because you like OD it. OD it. Like it's it's crazy. It's just this sort of how how you react, and it can be like you can have weird cognitive stuff. Mm-hmm. You can get like like really depressed or like really crazy anxiety, like shit that's like that. And so um, that's a thing. And but um, yeah, to a point where like I was reading up on recommendations, and they're like one serving a week of liver, if it's good stuff, is enough. Yeah, is more than enough. And I was like, holy shit, I eat like two bison livers two weekends in a row like, i had to back off a little i'm bit. like i gotta i gotta simmer down here um he's <laughs> gotta try a different organ different, different yeah. vitamin over i've actually i've got some like steak in the fridge i'm gonna use that what a- oh man we had i cooked a bison sirloin and then a uh beef sirloin back to back i was just Ooh, experimenting what's the difference uh and this is the, another difference is beef was store bought. Oh, uh, bison was farm raised. Oh my know, god! Okay, uh, that's a big bought. gap. So it was like such a vast difference to me. Like mm-hmm. there was zero fucking fat on the bison. It was tender. I, one compliments to me. It cooked it perfectly. You can? Did you did you crock pot it? <laughs> I brown butter basted it. Oh, I seared it. A fucking dude. I'll cook a steak. Up. No, you can you can cook the hell out of a piece of meat. Like oh, however yeah. you want. You're oh, very good at that. Yeah, I'll throw down on that. Yeah, and like I do in my cast iron. I got the good butter in there. Come on, mm-hmm. get out of dodge. You don't even need fucking salt or anything. And this the steak was so good. You cut it with the fork. Like you don't need. Nice, nice, nice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. then you go to the store, bought tougher, a lot of fat on it. You know. So it does. Uh, and do... even this was even like the organic grass fed, but blah, blah. Oh no store. shit. Yep. Okay. So, was yeah. it grass finished? Probably not. I don't know. Probably yeah. not. They're probably fucking lying about it anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's um, that's it's cool to kind of dispel the myth that you need like a lot of marbling in your meat for yeah, it to be yeah, tender. For flavor and you, shit. You don't. The bison is an unbelievably flavored. It's flavored and beautiful and yeah yeah it's and it's like if you like beef i think you would really like bison like mm-hmm. my bitching about beef is that there's so much fat and tough shit on it like, well you know um I don't, like we were talking about was it last week when it's like it's it's what the meat eats mm-hmm. that matters yeah and like it's, as stupid as it sounds like the farmer loved that animal he took care of it from to the bitter end and you know then that went to me like there was no like uh, mm-hmm. They don't fucking care about it. They just, you know what I mean? It wasn't just a, it, a the thing. Love. You can taste the TLC in the meat. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't just the thing sitting in the cage waiting to die. Yeah. But I didn't even mean to do like a comparison. I just like, I was like, oh, I had two things. I'm going to fucking do it. Oh. Uh, but it was night and day. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Then I even had a little bit of both the next day for lunch to test it out. That's just, just uh, like the next day, I was like, even leftover, it's good. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. That's and cool. Like, yeah, it was a fun little experiment. Now the rains are coming. Yeah, here it there is. There it is. Oh, yeah. There so, haven't been that many, like, spring thunderstorms. I'm looking for a good fucking... We haven't had a solid thunderstorm. We've had those, like, what was a couple weeks ago, we had those, all those crazy pop-ups. Yeah, yeah. It was just raining. I want one of those, like, hour-long fucking like, rippers, you know? Yeah, like a good thunderstorm. Yeah. Of course I ran my sprinkler system this morning. Naturally. Oh, uh, that's how it it's goes. It's all good, little double dose. Uh, well, 
Uh, you picked up Red Belt and Half Price Books. Yes, you have your own copy now, friend. <laughs> I'm trying to think because like, it'll be funny to watch it in this phase of life because I haven't seen it in mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. I was it's... like, Tim Allen is, is in it. Yeah. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, Tim Allen is a, a main sort of villain. Yeah. In it. Yeah. And you're like, damn, Tim Allen's a bad guy. Yeah. Chevel I4, who this, uh, I didn't know he was British. And then I saw him in an interview and I was like, wait, what? Oh. Who? Oh. What? Yeah. You got Randy Couture in there. Randy yes. pops up. Um, which one of the Machado brothers is, is in it? Um, I, I don't think I it know says. they're in there, but it doesn't But say. yeah, one of him, he's. he's I, uh, I think it's Hegan. Yeah. I think it's Hegan Machado is in likely. it. It's pretty cool. Hegan. Yeah. And, he's uh, in the movies a lot now. Yeah, he's been he around. He was in <laughs> Nicholas Cage's jujitsu. I think I need to buy that movie just because it's so bad. It's like, uh, you know how like, uh, like demonologists have to keep the relics of, you know, it's like yeah. a museum of shitty stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's part of that. It's definitely part of that. It just, yeah, it's exactly. It's sewn into the history whether you like it or not. Yeah, you and can't. You, you can't. Like, well, there's the thing is, you can't forget it because if you do, someone will repeat it. Right. You exactly, mean, yeah. Like, and I don't like, want it repeated. Like, don't fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, knock it off. Oh, um, study your history. That's why I own a lot of bad movies, too. But I enjoyed, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, it was a stupid-ass, silly goose movie. Yeah. And I liked it. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. And they good. did, and they, they did some jujitsu. Like, he can much out of, like, a flying old plot at one point. I was like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. He made it. Uh, hilariously screen friendly like good for him <laughs> yeah. and Alan Moosey's my dude man yeah. that guy can do anything yeah. <laughs> he's the new Van Damme yeah very yeah. much yeah that's freaking cool to see jujitsu people in movies though I do like that I love that um we need to go on we need to do like a Donnie Yen day you need to see Donnie Yen's MMA cop style Ah, like, uh, yeah. Really I was watching dive like, in. clips of that the other day. I feel like he started that. <laughs> uh -huh. He did arm bars and shit early on. Mm, SPL, man. Yep. SPL was the beginning when he first tried it. It's super kung fu-y, and then it has, like, random MMA in it. Yeah. And it was, like, when he started, and then Flashpoint was the masterpiece. And he was, like... He even jokes about how he wasn't that great yet. He's like, I didn't really know this. I screwed a lot of stuff up. It just still looks cool. And, but, and then I have like a succession. He's got a newer one out. Um, probably his last Kung Fu Cop drama. Donnie Yen's almost 60. Um, he's a lot older than you think. He don't look that old. He looks great. He can move too uh, still, man. Right. Oh, yeah. Dude, That's but what um, I like about the, the older martial arts masters. The guys that really take, take care of themselves, they're still badass. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, he still break dances. That's he break dances with his son all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no. Nah. Refuse to grow up. What's it called? I can't think of it. Like fire or something. I don't know. Once I find it on Blu-ray, I'm getting it. But it's gonna be spectacular. But no, I feel like he was the guy that was like, I gotta figure out how to make this look cool on camera because it's so damn cool. And he was the way in for jujitsu to be in fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Like you can't you can't have John Wick without flashpoint agreed you know and and it'll evolve from john wick everyone everyone does love john wick right now it's about to donnie yen's gonna be in the next john wick oh shit <laughs> well like donnie yen being in like star wars and shit was a big deal too you know? really yeah okay because i was just like donnie yen yeah. i know who he is he did a lot of sword work and like, a lot of bow cool. a lot of bow he was cool yeah, yeah. He, just, he was really great it was appropriate <laughs> one with the force. and like it's about fucking time you get someone in there that can actually do shit themselves and like make it look really dope sort of a fucking lightsaber come on yeah for real that wasn't just like learn this fight scene he's like i don't have to yeah he's like i'm, like, I'm actually gonna change it and make it way better yeah <laughs> or like um you ever see mulan the live action I haven't yet, I haven't yet. it's really good yeah um but there's um Donnie Yen is the general, right, that trains everybody. He does, like, a bow staff thing at his introduction. He just made it up. That wasn't choreographed or anything. He's just, like, turned the cameras on and just goes, just does it. And I think he did it twice. I think that's the funny part. Is like, you need another angle? I'll do the same thing. And did it again. <laughs> yeah. That's how good he is. Yep. <laughs> Lifelong. So, there you go. I mean, yeah, his mom started teaching him when he was little. 
So that's dope. But yeah, like John Wick is gonna serve as like one of the benchmarks, the, and then it's gonna be like, well, what's gonna? Happen? I think John Wick is the like, tipping point. You think so? I think it's the tipping point of now everybody knows. And I, well, yes, because they're trying to replicate it in other movies. And when the people don't not train. That good, yeah. Keanu trains legitimately. So like Keanu doesn't get credit for how much effort he puts into everything that he does. All his training. He trains. I mean guns, he trains horse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He doesn't just show up on the day and be like, Show me how to stand on this thing. He's like, No, I've been working on this for months. And he fucks up and like Yeah. But it's like not necessarily <clears throat> perceived by us, you know what I mean? Mm. But like he probably falls off the horse, probably, you know, gets... A bunch of times, yeah. I know. mean, that dude gets after it, man. And I I hope that becomes a thing, too. That's Yeah, that's sort of what I mean. It's like... Yeah. It's going to push more people to actually train and push more people to, like, actually do all of the shit. But make it a lifetime thing. Right. You know, like, he's been doing this for years. Uh-huh. He was training long before John Wick. Yeah. But John Wick just, he's like, okay, he's up like, it. time to use my skill. That's <laughs> up it. make everything look dope mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. And make everybody want to do judo <laughs> or sambo, really? Because like, yeah, they, go to the they made him sambo. Yeah, yeah. I love that scene when they're wild. Like, oh my <laughs> that god, that was so cool. God. He's like, he's Romani. Yes, they basically turned him into Nightwing. That was <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, there's a weird like underground like training facility of like and like networking of like organized crime and whatever the fuck it is. That's the place. I want to train there at least once. I know? mean, like he might have an invitation. That's to some run. like Russian Illuminati level shit, you know? Like, I'm, I'm just saying, you might be talking to a guy right now that has that exact place being built at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me ballet it. Mondays and Thursdays. <laughs> you, you think I don't have a ballet bar down there, buddy? But I do. There is. I'm uh, sure. You want to do some bar work? You'll cry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> However, I like they did it on the floor. Okay, so that that's a mm-hmm. callback to like the Icelandic glima. Oh yeah. They don't do it on mats. They nice. do it on the floor. So like that's how you know your break falling has to be the shit. <laughs> well, old school judo before mats. Um, well you. Where a lot of the break falls you with your feet. Uh-huh. Yes. You, you yeah. ever heard me flip out on that one? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it's... And I mean, I learned judo on one-inch puzzle mats over concrete. Yeah. So... That hurts. That's... It... Until you know how to break fall properly, yes. <laughs> I did judo on, like, probably about an inch thick, like, folding gymnastic mats. Oh, just as bad. And there was a split in oh, the oh, yeah. mat. And yep. I broke fall. Just my middle finger went through the cement and just exploded. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, like, that's not good. <laughs> this isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, well, learn how to do that. I like, love judo. I do. Um, oh, yeah, I do. So I much. still love it. Yeah. And like, I've been on like, again, like, again, we call it sambo. I don't like know the rule set as much, but I'm like, throws, leg locks, like combat sambo, like do stuff in the clinch with the gi, whatever. Yep. Like, we just kind of go at it. But it makes me like do different shit and like i've been watching a lot of sambo videos i'm like oh they just kind of like jump after certain things and then like but it's calculated and i see this you know the structure yeah was within you know rules dictate behavior but within the rule set you can see what you can get after exactly and it's like you know learning in the vacuum Uh of i did taekwondo i still do for a long time that's why my kicks are awesome is because I don't have to worry about anything else. Right. So you get real good. That's what you got. <laughs> you know, and then you, if you get real good at that and you have an open enough mind, you can go into some kickboxing and be like, oh. Experiment. Yeah, then you that's can why, play with it. That's so. why like Israel Adesanya is so good. He's so versed in the other styles and like spent time in it. Yeah. I think that's why he's so good at jujitsu now too is mm-hmm. because he was so good at kickboxing and then integrated it and he's just such a fight nerd. Yep. He's just like, I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. Well, and he so likes anime so he like will go to that weird fucking realm of like, oh shit. I think that is also a big thing because as a fight scene movie aficionado, not, I don't love anime as much, but I did always love Dragon Ball Z because it was like, eat, train, fight. Right. Right? Right. But it allows you to go to that imaginative spot where it doesn't have to be real. Mm -hmm. It's real to you today. Mm -hmm. Go. I am um, currently working on a bunch of uh, uh, harang moves. I told you I'm gonna be in for Halloween finally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm almost his size now. Finally. It's only taken me since 1997 mm-hmm. to do it, but um, <laughs> but there. And so I've been working on hot on moves, and I'm like, like I got to get back in that space. 
like the video game like anime world of you know can I really pull this off in real life it's been it's been fun my kicks really suck right now but they're getting better like every week yeah. there's noticeable improvement which is cool but um yeah if you just whittle it down put yourself put yourself in like this put yourself in the vacuum of this particular space it's amazing what you can pull out and then reintegrate and then but let yourself play within that have fun with it's it it's like I'm not trying to be fucking Sambo whatever but like I'm gonna put on the short shorts and the jacket and, the, and some MMA gloves and fuck around and learn yeah. some stuff it's helped me tremendously in Jiu Jitsu like, put yourself in the gear and into the rule set and just yeah have fun with it that is so much the key so post tournament you're in that mode yeah you find you're getting a lot out of that yeah okay well like just the other day like I hit three or four throws in a Sambo around that I've never hit live ever Oh, dope. But the ability to, like, strike allowed me to see what the setup was in grappling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. it was, like, a more aggressive way into a lesser thing. Like, I needed to see it, like, in a fight almost to see how it would work in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> nice. Does that make sense? Like, I it needed to see to how me. it worked under, like, greater force. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I have to generate this amount. I can like dial it back for this, like, or I have to generate it this much for, you know, okay. fucking punch him or whatever. <laughs> like, you know. does it, it does it open up the basic angle? Yeah, because if it's striking, like you don't want to get hit, right? But you have to end up at the same spot. Mm -hmm. So does it it make does it make the entry more clear then? Yes, because okay. you have to strike as an additional setup. Okay. So like for instance, like a double leg, you might have to like tap around on the head, like and like move their hands and blast in. Like now I can like fake an overhand and make them bite on the defense and just fucking dump them, you know? Yeah. yeah. So like that. So like that allows me to see like to translate to grappling. Like oh, I can make my head snap or something like just like the strike or something. Like kind of translate it to that to make them want to do that and then mm -hmm. transfer that energy. So you just it. It made it gave you the opportunity to test a reaction and yes. then be like, oh, okay, how can I get this reaction in this rule set? It's like a massively over exaggerated live reaction. Okay. It's like I just need less. Like I don't even need that much in jujitsu. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it's like I'm taking big bites in in that play time, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I don't even need to do that much in jujitsu. Like, cool. Or, you know. So it's, yeah, it's very interesting. I think more people should like fuck around with it. Because <laughs> I I really like that Vlad Kulikov guy. Mm -hmm. He's up in New Jersey, and he does just his thing is Sambo Jiu Jitsu fusion, and he just always yep. is blending stuff and judo, obviously. So like, and just a lot. And he's always like kind of posts like him training and like playing with stuff. He's like, I don't know how we got here, but this is pretty sweet. And, <laughs> yeah. and he just has really cool shit. So nice. Train other grappling styles and have fun. <laughs> train other styles. Period. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. always been a good time. The back end of that coffee, I can really taste the lemongrass. Yeah, when it cools off and at the bottom, yeah. like yeah, fruity vegetation. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's got a good finish. For sure. Mm. Didn't really get the plum, but that might just be me. Mm. I got a little of the plum when it was hot. Yeah, when it was like really hot, a little bit. But um, mm. the last drip, the last drip, drip drop, drip drip drip. I'm into like the German siphon machine to make. To never make messed one. I've never fucked with one, but I've been watching tons of videos of people do it. I'm like, God, that's so impractical. I want to try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been um, thinking about storage mm -hmm. of like how far can I go, dude. Cause again, Instagram and like all that sort of bullshit's like showing me like coffee corners and like it's like decked out I'm like fuck like, damn, how far could that. we go with this like cause uh, the, peop the type of people we are we're gonna go fuck it we're gonna do weird stuff so I'm trying it. to figure out as go as far as I can without going overboard right because I am on a sweet I, I, moving into the new place everything's having a parking space no more this clutter shit and, and you um, can make it a, a, an art piece even you know what I mean like oh, oh, a functional I am, art for piece. sure it's, everything's gonna be a functional art piece that it's, is the type of life. family I come from we can build it we can, and we can make it happen but um i've been or like our favorite bourbon hunter his bourbon room behind the bookshelf and shit not as big as i thought hmm. it's so cool that's a, a a wonderfully creative use of space yep mike yeah there's a lot man yeah 
And like I'm right. all about like weird concealable and like functional oh, shit. It's fun. Yeah, I'm all about that. It's so um, that's see where that happens. Yeah. Oh. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Uh the other thing he picked up at High Price Books was the Iceman Chuck Liddell. Memoir. My Fighting Life. My Fighting yeah, Life. Yeah, his, his Such autobiography. A good book. I've never read it. I've read it like 9,000 times. I am excited to read it. It's going to, and it's not too long. No. Oh, Lightning. Yes. Lightning, here we go. No, it's not Real long. Story. It's a quick read, and it's mm. it, it, the way he, write, he wrote it. it it's compelling. Just keep reading it. And you can knock it out in a weekend, probably. Nice. Um, but man, I used to read that shit in high school a bunch, and like all my teachers were fucking tired of hearing about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Write about it and whatever, and all my friends. I made all my friends read it and shit. Like. That's cool. Man, we used to like do like fight parties at my house and shit. Like like other yeah. people like super into MMA. I was like, this is the shit. <laughs> like, That's awesome. It's the MMA ambassador. Ah, there's the difference in our age of when I was in high school that wasn't accessible mm. you know pride you knew about but like you hardly ever saw it because it was like someone had to have a VHS yeah you know, that was not a thing. shit back like then. cool biographies of cool fighters we had Bruce Lee uh, maybe Jackie Chan I was early in on Jackie I have his biography that's not published anymore mm. I have like a beat up paperback of it but um yeah so all I had was Bruce, really. And then, like, occasionally people here and there that I knew or knew, like, you know, people I knew of or somehow I was connected to through someone. Right. But I couldn't read anything. I just talked about it, right? Yeah. Fight parties, that wasn't happening. Right, right, like, right. That's not a thing. That was... So, that's cool. That's an evolution as well, I mm -hmm. think. it's. I like that. It was, like... Because I was obviously, like... The one who was most into it. Yeah, you were uh, still the, the catalyst. Yeah, but like, then my other friends kind of like, oh shit, this is cool. Like, because they were always ball sports, you know, football, yeah. this, that, and like, whatever. Yeah. I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, like, we would have, I'm trying to think, like, one of the, we watched so many good fights. We watched, I think, I watched Chuck Liddell get knocked out. I think we had a party where he got knocked out by Rampage. Oh, in, in Prime? No, in, uh, in the UFC. Oh, in UFC, okay. I him out there. I was like, oh, fuck. And that was like his, the slide down. I was like, no. I was like, no. That was a sad one. I think I just remembered that now because I blanked it out. But <laughs> Ah, it's... We, we watched Anderson yeah. Silva. Just, I mean... Ah, all the golden days. Yeah, dude, golden era. And I really do think it was like some of the most entertaining fights that, during that period, too. So, like, grateful for that. You had still a bit of the, like, mythic hero yeah. crossover. Yeah. Uh, everyone talks about pride in that way that we had heroes and you know there was like myth yeah in the early ufc especially when they, after they bought pride too they still had that mm -hmm. and now it's still good mm -hmm. i mean i like it zombies fighting this weekend chance on john fuck yeah i'm excited yeah right they're fighting dan Ige. um and i'm really rooting for uh chance on john on this one i like Ige, but like i can't do it i can't root against zombie my dude for a long time okay. um but um it's not as mythical yeah it's it's on espn right it's very mainstream like now. people know about it people still don't know what the hell it is they're like isn't mma and ufc the same thing i'm right. like yes but isn't baseball and major league baseball the same thing <laughs> um <laughs> that's what you're asking me <laughs> oh man but it was it was nice to like expose other people to it and like create fun shit out of it you know heck yeah and i even had at one point like a couple times had like gym and when i was still in high school but i was at the gym oh nice. had, like gym and high school but that's fucking weird like <laughs> the mix. yeah yeah it's i like, was like i don't fucking care i'm watching fights y'all can come like yeah man, people fucking came gets yeah. awkward take it outside yeah i was like right, i was right, like right, yeah whatever like like obviously I've, they'll kick the shit out of you so it's like yeah it's, it's do fine what you gotta do. yeah um, I definitely had went to a couple parties like that myself. Yeah. So I was like, huh, this is weird. Yeah. Or let's any 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 work function I have to go to with my wife. Uh, I'm like, oh god. Oh, and that's god. where like you gotta call me and I just gotta slide in there like, what's up? And pretend to be somebody. <laughs> I'd be um, like, put on some pants and a tie, man. I'd be like, all right, gee, and a Come belt sit next to me. Yeah. <laughs> I got someone at the gym who's like, wedding is coming up, and you gonna dinner it? Ah, oh, man. 
and either Dan or her, I'm just going to wear a gi. <laughs> like, I swear the nice Because, like, he's a doofy, and he would, I think he would appreciate it. I'll probably wear something fine, but, like, maybe. I think I might, I'm, Brooke had the idea of, like, I'll wear a full-on, like, pants, shoes, tie, whatever, but then put a gi top over it and, like, wear the belt over top of it. Like, <laughs> Do it. So, like, still kind of looks all right, like, but, like, weird. Before you leave, I have to show you my formal Taekwondo Adidas sweater. It's um, the formal one. That's what I said. I was like, I'm going to put my nice gi on for this one. Yeah, someone from Adidas said made one. Like, it's a Taekwondo, it's like a Dobok top and pants, but they're like fashioned up. Yeah. And they have the wrong stripes on them. There's judo stripes, which is weird to me, but I don't think anyone else would notice. I, I paid a lot of money for these, but I had to. They don't make them anymore. Like, it was limited run. Exist. I'll show it to you. It's amazing. But that's what I would wear. Yeah. Just personally. See, like. Uh, <sighs> I have, I mean, I have a nice white top. I have a nice black top. I could go uh, either way. I also got some new rod lavers. Some what? Rods. You know my shandles? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're not leather rods. They're fabric rods, but they're entirely recycled, too. But rods are finally back. Oh, shit. I've, See, I've waited a long time for rods to come back, man. They're beautiful. You gotta love when something you really want comes back. They're, they're still so comfortable, too. Oh, so I had some primnit rods. They're amazing, but they're primnit. That's a different deal. Mm. These are like... Oh man, they're good. I'll show those to you as well. That's a shit. But um, that's what I would wear. I would wear my rods and that, and the taekwondo, and my formal Adidas taekwondo gear. I, I next time I go to a wedding, my, bro, yeah, I'll get we my, on. my good flip flops out. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. My clean flip flops. I grew um, out of those. I need a new pair. Yeah. I got, oh, I'll just wear my dress, my, my nice dress slippers. You know. I got I got married in my uh, in my good flip flops. See, actually. And uh, yeah, I put them. I tried them on a little while ago, and they were too small. I'm like, whose feet get bigger in their 30s? Like, am I on steroids? I don't. <laughs> Big pause. There's <laughs> that nice little rumble of thunder. Yeah, it's raining like crazy right now. It's getting big. I like it. But we're on the end, my friend. Oh yeah. So, was today the evolution? The evolution we... of a lot of shit, really. The crossover. We've hit. We've it's a. It's. I think everyone's kind of shifting up, man. I think we're, we're hitting that shift up into something. The next phase. Where the next fuck phase of. But it's a good phase. Oh yeah, I'm excited. It's feeling good. It's not bogged down in um, in like old principles or dogmas. Right. It's. Like, it's like a. But it's all dealt with it. Yes, yeah. it is what it is, and you're it's, taking what you can from and moving on. It's also not like wild and impractical. It yeah. is it's good. There's a there's a there's there's the newness is really hit. Less guessing maybe? True. I that feel less less like we're just in general it's less guessing. People figure out how to apply the science and the creativity yeah. to it. Maybe. Maybe that's it. The evolution of the removal between science and creativity. Mm -hmm. In a broad in a broad okay. way. Magic is just science that hasn't been explained yet. Boom. There it is. All right. We're good. Peace in, y'all. Keep your coffee regular.